This is part six of the series. Apples, I am sure you will agree that now more than ever, life is hectic. So many things on our mind, so many tasks to complete in one day. Lots of care and burdens and worry. And quite frankly, it is getting harder and harder to access peace, much less protect our peace. Well, in this multi-part series here on the Good Apple Podcast, I am really excited because I'm going to be sharing with you actionable steps you can take, practical things that you can do that are Bible-based to help you protect your peace. Recently, I spoke at my church's annual women's event and I spoke about peace worth protecting. Now, whether you are male or female, young or old, I know you're going to be blessed. So stay tuned. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids, who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Alrighty, Apples, welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Dr. Sharonda Simone. So happy you are here today. I am really, really excited. Can't wait for you to hear the information that you are about to hear in today's episode. But before we jump into that, you know that I love to do some housekeeping. So first and foremost, if you are a new listener, welcome. All right, I am so happy you are here. Please be sure to get connected, okay? All of the information for you to get on the email list serve, okay? Very important because I I send out the links every week when the new episode goes up. All right, so get connected on the email list serve as well as get connected on social media, Instagram as well as Facebook. Lots of great content there and just ways for us to stay in touch and keep the conversation going. Also, too, I want to give you a special shout out. So let me know if you're tuning in for the first time or if you have been listening in, but you haven't let me know because it is more than a pleasure for me to give a special shout out every Sunday. That way, you know that you are a valued member of the Good Apple community. So thank you so very much to all of you for tuning in, for listening in, for DMing me, sending me text messages, you know, commenting on my posts. Thank you so very much. Our community is growing exponentially and it is because of listener support. Okay, so thank you so very much for that. Be sure to share the episode with a friend. Um, And then, of course... I have to do my good apple shout out for this week. And this week's good apple shout out goes to Mark. Mark H is tuning in from Ohio. He reached out on Facebook, letting me know that he is a member of the good apple community. 
So thank you so very much, Mark, for tuning in, for being a part of the community, for joining the conversation. I really appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you are getting something from these weekly episodes. And I pray that God continues to richly bless you. Thank you so much for being here. This episode of The Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, fashion, home decor, and lots more. All of these items will keep you bougie on a budget. So be sure to check out www.SharondaSimone.com. Now back to our show. Apples, before we jump into today's message, let's go to the Lord in prayer. In the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that we will receive all that you have for us, Lord, in this episode. Amen. Something that you do routinely. I want to challenge you this week to find rest. Work toward rest. Can you do that for me? Can you do that for you? Whatever rest is for you. If it's crocheting, if it's a crossword puzzle, whatever it is for you, find that moment and rest. And because I promise you, you'll hear something special. Next slide. I went to an all-girls boarding school in Jamaica for a few years, and during that time, one of the main ways that I communicated with my family was through handwritten letter. And it wasn't very often, but when I got a letter, it was usually really big news. So I remember getting a letter from my mother saying that they were going to have another baby, mom and dad. And I was so excited, but then I was also disappointed because I wouldn't be there when the baby was born. You know, it's kind of a big deal, right? So anyway, I remembered, um, you know, reading the letter, and I was so happy. And so a lot of what happened, I didn't know about until I went home for, or went to Ohio for summer in between school semesters. So my mother and father told me that at birth and delivery, everything was fine, no problem. But then my mother was nursing the baby, and a little bit of green or yellowish mucus came from the baby's nose. And before she knew it, the doctors and nurses whisked the baby away and did a battery of tests, and the diagnosis was something called Hirschsprung's disease. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I hadn't heard of it until then, and I haven't heard of it since, and that's even being in the medical field. But the diagnosis was Hirschsprung's disease, and in short, what happens, uh, the quality of life is shortened, or the time of life is shortened, the quality of life is diminished, and it has to do with the GI system, the nerves that do what we call peristalsis that makes the food digest and go, you know, upper to lower and then be expelled. They don't work properly. But it's a, you know, disease. So there are other things that happen with it too. But that was the main thing. So as far as life quality, life expectancy, very, very low. And so I didn't know any of this. So when I came home, I just, you know, I'm expecting everything to be status quo, right? A baby. And my mother and father tell me that after a few days of being in the hospital, they decided to leave, but the baby had to stay. Now, my parents have always been self-employed, and so they pay for their medical bills outright. So after a few days, they went home, but they left the baby there. 
And there's a picture that my mother has um, in her Bible, I think even to this day, but it is a picture of the Bible and then the baby's picture in the Bible. And so she's at home and she's praying and my, she and my father are praying and seeking God, what should they do? And Holy Spirit told them, go get your child. And they were a bit nervous and said, what? Go get your child. So they said, all right, Lord. They went, they went to the hospital and they signed the baby out, AMA, which means against medical advice. But before they did that, they had to speak with the chaplain because the chaplain has to make sure you're of the right mind to take a child out to what is almost certain death. And so my mother said, as the chaplain was talking with her and telling her all of these things, you understand what you're doing and the risk you're putting this child in. And, and she said, you're a man of God. You believe in miracles. You should understand what I'm doing. And she and my dad took the baby and they left. Now the first few, I want to say like maybe a day and a half, was very intense. Because remember, expelling was the problem. No bowel movement. No movement whatsoever. She's steady nursing, but the baby isn't having a bowel movement. Day one goes, no movement. Day two, well, they, beginning of day two, no movement. And then, movement. And my mother said that she and my father were like pigs in mud, literally. They were so happy at the movement. That baby is my baby sister, and she has no evidence of Hirschsprung's disease at all. That praise is to God. That round of applause is to God. And I shared that story because my mother has always been the type, and my father, if you say something that is counter Christ or counter the promise of God, you are sure to hear one statement. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Ladies, don't let anyone speak anything into your life that is counter what you know to be true from your father. And as a doctor, I believe I said this last year, I'm saying it again. Do not let anyone speak anything into your life that is counter what you know to be true with your father. I go to doctors to get the name of what I should counter in Jesus Christ. I want that diagnosis because there is a name that is above every other name and that name is Jesus. your peace means that you're not going to let just every and anybody say what they want into your life. Now, I've said it before, we're, we're nice southern girls, but we don't play with enemies. Because enemies aren't playing with you. He wants you. He's coming to do three things. What? Steal, kill, destroy. You think he's going to wait for you to remember that you have peace? No. Now, wherever you are in your walk with Christ, as far as healing and faith, be there and grow. I don't know where you are. Be there and grow.
just this past week, I had a patient, wonderful person. He's so sweet. And he was like, well, honey, when you get to be my age, you start forgetting things. Everything starts to break down. And I said, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You're not going to slip one by me. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't care how sweet and sincere it is. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. If a baby says something crazy, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Coochie, coochie. No, we don't play that game. No, this is serious. You have to nip it in the bud because Satan just needs a little seat. What? Oh, you let that one slide. And there he goes to working. If you come across a Josie kid, Cameron will tell you, what did you say about me? I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Ladies, if, if you're not doing this, you should be. This is powerful stuff. This is the name of Jesus here. You're listening to The Good Apple Podcast, the weekly show that airs on Sundays. Thanks for being here. Now back to our show. In Mark 8:33, Jesus and his disciples are talking. Okay? Read it for yourself. You know, familiarize yourself again. Jesus and his disciples are talking. And as they're talking, Jesus is explaining to them. The religious leaders are angry at this point, okay? And they are against everything Jesus and his disciples are doing. And Jesus is telling his disciples, like, look, we're going to run into some trouble. And I'm going to die. But I'm going to get up from the grave three days later, okay? So don't forget that part. So this is supposed to be a motivational, inspirational type speech. He's talking to his core people, okay? His, his main group, his small cell. And he's talking to them and he's encouraging them. Well, Peter, Peter is like, you know, his, his right-hand man. So he's looking around like, <laughs> so he pulls Jesus to the side. Jesus, remember the disciples are right here. He starts to rebuke Jesus. Now, we don't know what he said. But I'm a colorful person. So I would like to think that it went something like this. It could have gone two ways. But here's one scenario. Jesus, you know we can't think of the whole crew out here. You can't be talking like this. Jesus, you're going to die? What? And then we're going to have to have hardship with the the religious leaders? This is like a motivational thing, Jesus, but you're really bringing the mood down. Like, don't talk like that. You are the son of God. You know we're not talking. And Jesus, so because he rebuked him. So clearly he was not pleased with what Jesus said. This is Peter. And he started to say, no, that will not happen. No. And Jesus looked around at the disciples. And they must have felt the fright as well. Like, wait, so this, this is not good. And Jesus looked at Peter and said, get thee behind me, Satan. He was talking to Peter when he said that. There are some moments in your life when you know what God is telling you. And you know what you're supposed to do. And someone's going to say, it's too risky. Don't even try that. It's not for you. Nope, nope. Play it safe, sis. I love you. I've seen your work. (laughs) You can't do that. I love you, though. And you need to be able to determine... If it's Satan or the Lord, get thee behind me, Satan. 
Like, I don't know if you should actually say those words, so you know what I'm saying? Like, but you need to at least say, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Those words were spoken to Peter. And Jesus goes on to say, you don't understand what's happening. You're only worried about human expectation. This is my father's business. It has to happen this way. I know you don't like it, but this is what's going to happen, so prepare yourselves. But he just didn't let it slide. I told you, you, you can't let it slide, ladies. Look at what Jesus did. In that moment, he nipped it in the bud. He saw what it was doing to the rest of the team. He saw what it was doing to his core group, his family. Ladies, in your home, when you see foolishness brimming, Get thee behind me, Satan. Don't let that sit there. Don't be polite to the point where you lose your home, lose your husband, lose your children, lose your life. That's foolish. And that's what Satan wants for us to do. He wants us to always nothing. No, something. You better get indignant in your righteousness for Christ. And I'm saying this out of love. Start crying about that, Lord. I'm serious. I get very emotional with things like this. Because we can be polite to the point of foolish. I'm not saying you have to say Satan, but you at the minimum say in the name. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. The other day, Brennan came home. He said, Mommy, somebody said something like they said he was dumb. I said, You know, kids just saying whatever about the football and the thing. And he's like, I just want you to know. I said it under my breath, but I said, I Are you bold as an eight year old? Can you do that for yourself, for your family, for your finances, for your future? Can you do that? Next slide. My grandmother, she turned 105 on the 23rd of this month. That was her last year. No, that's me. In 2016, that was her. That is a song that she sings all the time. All the time, all the time. But she can spew the Bible out because it's in there. Isaiah 26.3 says, You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast. Ladies, you have your pearls? You will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they what? Trust in you. You want perfect peace? Trust God. Trust him. Believe his word to be true for a hundred years and more. Believe it. Peace. Perfect peace. When the outside is telling us you should be afraid. You should I'm not saying that things don't knock on your door, but you don't have to let them in is what I'm saying. You don't have to agree with the report. She was singing that very song a few, maybe two years ago. There was a bad storm in Jamaica. 
she was singing that song, literally as her house was falling in. There was a part of the roof that was yet to be repaired because things take a little bit longer to happen in Jamaica. And there was a piece of the roof coming in and she was sitting on the couch singing, I am blessed, I am blessed. Now, if a piece of the boulder was to come down, where is Grandma running to? I am blessed. Every day of my life, I am blessed. She kept her trust in God. What can you really do in the middle of a storm anyway? Trust in God. Who is going to come out and save her in the middle of the night with a deadly storm? Who are you going to call? Ladies, word picture in your life. When you're in the middle of a crisis, in the middle of a storm, in the middle of bad weather, who can really save you? Jesus. Keep your mind in perfect peace. Not by being perfect, not by being busy, but trusting in the Lord. Apples. Wasn't that awesome? We have come to the end of the multi-part series, Peace Worth Protecting here on the Good Apple Podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed the information. So far, all of the feedback, it lets me know that you guys have been enjoying the information, chewing on it, digesting it, and applying it to your life, which makes me so very happy. So please keep the comments, keep the conversation going, you know, all of the messages, the texts, the DMs, the phone calls, it just lets me know that this is something that truly is able to, you know, change your lives when applied. You know, the information is very practical, which I'm a practical person, you know, Christianity to me is something that I can apply to my ev everyday life. And so I'm happy that I've been able to just be transparent and vulnerable with you here through this multi-part series. Now, if you are tuning in for the first time, then be sure to check out the other episodes because I know you'll be blessed always, not because of me, but because of the God we serve. Now, that being said, a few episodes ago, I did say if you have any questions or life topics that you'd like for me to address in an upcoming episode, you can remain anonymous, okay? Absolutely anonymous. I would be the only person who knows that you had that question. So please reach out to me. The purpose of the Good Apple community is to be just that, a community. I want for us to be able to you know, have real life conversations because we are here living in this earth in real time and I know that we are you know, dealing with different things. So if you're having a question or a concern or a problem, chances are someone else is going through the same thing or they will in the future. So ask me. Let's talk about it. Okay. I do have a few guest speakers coming up. So you're going to want to continue tuning in. Um, we're actually now in season four, okay, of the Good Apple Podcast, because I usually like to do 10 seasons per or 10 episodes per season. So we're technically in season four of the Good Apple, um, which is amazing to me. I am just so blown away by the positive response and the growth of the Good Apple community. So make sure you're sharing the podcast with others. And I have so many other episodes. I know you'll find something that speaks to your current situation. All right. 
that is about it for today because you guys know that I could go on and on forever, especially when I'm talking about Christ. But let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. I will be talking with you next Sunday. Okay, so until then, remember, I am Dr. Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.